offering in Jesus' name. As we come before the holy word of our Father, we thank you this day for the anointing. We thank you that the Holy Spirit is here to teach each heart, Lord. Father, we're thanking you for revelation knowledge to flow unhindered by any force and that the Spirit of God will leave an eternal deposit of your word in each of us' heart. And Father, we'll be quick to give our Lord and Master, the Lord Jesus Christ, all the glory, honor, praise in Jesus' mighty name. And everyone said amen. amen. Hallelujah. You can be seated. Praise God. Turn with me this morning to 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter. 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, we're gonna stay mainly in these first few verses here. But I wanna talk to you this morning about your ministry. Do you know that each of us have a ministry? Every born-again believer has a ministry. Now, whether you ever fulfill it or not, that'll be up to you. But we each have a ministry and we call it the ministry of reconciliation. He has given each born again believer that ministry. And that ministry has been misused. It has been misappropriated. It has been misexplained through all of Christendom. And nobody really preached just flat out the reconciliation of Almighty God. <laughs> Hallelujah, we've, we've, we've deified great preachers that would preach such sermons as what a terrible thing it is to fall in the hands of an angry God and to scare people out of hell and they just hold the pews till their knuckles turn white and you scare someone in to come in and give in their life to God. That's not the ministry of reconciliation. That's not our God because if you bring that person in and he's afraid of God, he'll never reach his potential in what God has for him for he'll always have something right back here afraid of hell, afraid of God, afraid of what God's gonna do for him and then someone will write a song about God's gonna get you for that and he thanks God sitting up there waiting to get him when God's in love with him when God has restored him to favor. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm not talking about a Christian. I'm talking about heathens now. God didn't forgive Christians. He didn't take their sin. He took the sinner's sin. You're not a sinner. You're a saint. You're a son. You're in the beloved. Praise God. Hallelujah, 2 Corinthians, the fifth chapter, 14th verse. It said, for the love of Christ constraineth us because we thus judge that if one died for all, then all, then we're all dead. Read you another translation, I'll clear that a little bit. Weymouth's translation. It said, his death was their death, the old man, the old self. Another translation said, the death of one was equivalent to the death of all of us. So Jesus Christ's death was the death of all of us. In the eyes and the heart of God, in the annals of justice, according to the Supreme Court of the universe, 
Every man died on that cross. God paid for every man. He's dead. That, according to God, that old man's dead. Now you've got to walk in it or you'll never receive it. You've got to receive it and walk with it. Same thing with healing, the Holy Spirit, or anything else. <clears throat> 16th verse. Wherefore, henceforth, know we no man after the flesh. Yea, though we have known Christ after the flesh, yet now henceforth know we him no more. That's a little jumbled up, isn't it? In other words, just don't know a man after the flesh. Know him after the new birth. That includes you. Amen. That includes yourself. Amen. You will never amount to anything thinking you're an old for, forgiven sinner. You'll never amount to a hill of beans with God if you think that you're a failure as a Christian. Are you listening close now? You will never amount to what God wants you to unless you start agreeing with his word and seeing that the old man that you was was nailed to an old rugged cross and he died, one man died for all, then all were dead. Bless God, now therefore if any man be in Christ, he's a brand new man, hallelujah. Praise be unto God. You're not an old man made over. You're not an old forgiven sinner. Hallelujah, you're a new creation. Praise God. 17th verse, therefore if any man be in Christ. He's a new creature, new creation. I don't like that word creature there. We don't use that nowadays. Kind of like the creature from the lost lagoon or something. <laughs> Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Living Bible said, now listen to this. When someone becomes a Christian, he becomes a brand new person inside. Inside. Phillips said, he becomes a new person altogether. The past is finished and gone. Everything has become fresh and new. He's talking about your spirit. This old man on the outside, this flesh has to be brought under subjection and your mind has to be thinking like the word of Almighty God. You ain't gonna automatically think like the word says. You're gonna think just like you was trained. I can ask James Cook, how much is two of them two? How come you figured that out? How come you said that? Because that's the way he's trained. See, that's the way he was trained. He was put into his, his computer that way. That's the way it's put in. If it's been put into your computer that you're uh, uh, unworthy, that you're unrighteous, that you're really not the Christian you ought to be, and that I get you down here front and squall you out Sunday morning, squall you out Sunday night, squall you out Wednesday night, and you just always, all you get is an emotional feeling and forgiveness, and you think crying will get the job done, then you'll never see what God wants you to see, that you're a brand new man on the inside, that you're the best that Almighty God has. You're the greatest creation God ever created. Do you know you were created in Christ Jesus under good works? He made you when he made the Christ. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hold your finger right there. Flip over to Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Ephesians, the fourth chapter. Now, see, you've got this new creation, man. This new man, this Numa man, this spirit man on the inside, he's brand new. Christianity's been looking for something outside. I've heard folks say, you know, I noticed that old boy after he got saved, he went to smiling better. Well, so what? So what if he smiled better? Sure, that's fine. You put it on on the outside here. But that's not the man out here that got born again. Your flesh has not been born again. Your mind has not been renewed. You don't have the mind of Christ when you get saved. You do in your spirit, but not in your head. Are you listening to me? Now look in the fourth chapter of Ephesians, 22nd verse. That you put off concerning the former conversation. That means the lifestyle. You're going to have to do something about your lifestyle. God's not going to come down here and every time you light up a Marlboro, slap your jaw. He's not going to every time you look at Roseanne come turn your TV off. Are you listening to me? You put off the former conversation, the former lifestyle, the old man. You put this old stuff off. How can I do that? It's hard. You've got something greater on the inside of you than he that's on the outside, praise God. You've got a man on the inside of you that's in union with Almighty God. You've got a man on the inside of you that is, that is totally one with Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. He that's joined the Lord has formed one spirit. Amen. He said, put off the former conversation, the old man, which is corrupt according to the deceitfulness of lust, and be renewed in the spirit of your mind. In other words, you're going to have to do something with your mind. You're going to have to do it. You're going to have to do something with your physical body and you're going to have to do something with your mentality. You ever heard of a religious nut? That's what you get when you got a nut that got born again. Now he's just a religious nut. That's all. Well, what are we going to do with it? Well, you know what we've did? We've just kept him a baby Christian and all we did was teach him that he's got heaven made and teach him that he's missed hell and that's all we've ever taught him. We've never taught him who he is in Christ. We've never told him about his identification with the Lord Jesus. We've never told him about his union with Christ. Oh, that's too deep for him. That's too deep for him and we've kept him a baby Christian and a baby nut. And all you got is a, a group of granola Christians. Fruit, flake, and nuts. See? And that's all it's amounted to. And that's what the world has seen out of Christianity. Well, them folks have lost their mind. Most of them have. 
if they don't teach, if you don't get taught anything, you all you know is you've got something on the inside and you don't know what it is, but I got heaven made and my name's written down over there and I done missed hell and, and I want to give you some of this. That ain't the ministry of reconciliation. That ain't good news, folks. That all you got, man, you need some help right now. You need some financial help right now. You need some healing right now. You need some burden lifting and some yoke destroying power now. It isn't when you get to heaven, you won't need any of that. Hallelujah. You won't need to be blessed when you get to heaven. You done got it. And we boil Christianity down. Oh, where will you spend eternity? And that's all it is. Are you understanding? What, that's the way we, we present the gospel. Where will you spend eternity if you died tonight? And that's what we boil Christianity down. Christianity isn't, isn't for living in heaven. Christianity is to be lived down here. That Bible's for down here. Amen. Hallelujah. It isn't to train you to where you can learn to live in heaven. You ever heard that? I spewed out of the pit of hell. This thing's for now, folks. This thing's for now. I don't have to wait till heaven to get, get my healing. I don't have to wait till heaven to get saved. If you wait till then, you're in trouble. See, this is now and now stuff. When I was a grocery store, I had a little candy bar. Call it a now and later. <laughs> well, this is all the now stuff. You can have it now. Hallelujah. Heaven's the later. Praise God. You can save that for later. <laughs> Amen. All right, now listen to him, what he said. Now your former conversation. See, when a fella gets, you know, I don't know why it is. Uh, uh, I've heard a lot of people try to explain it. I can't explain it. But when I got saved, I didn't want another cigarette. I didn't want any more. Didn't no one tell me. I started going to church. All the deacons smoked camels. All of them smoked in desert mules, you know, huh? They couldn't wait to run outside. What he he gave the benediction, and they run outside and light up cigarette. See, and they didn't say nothing about it. But when I got saved, I didn't want anymore. But I've seen folks have trouble with them things. Didn't bother me a bit. Not a bit. Didn't have a bit of problem with them. I wanted, to, you know, I always had something in my mouth, so I got me a pocket full of them, you know, them Tele Savalas cigars. Them little suckers, you know, how he used to eat them. And I'd, you know, I'd eat on one of them suckers and in the middle had some little soft goodie. You know what? I don't know what it is. Might have been a nine later. I don't know what it was, you know. But I didn't have trouble with cigarettes, but other folks did. Other folks, I've seen them have problems and it's hard for them to get over. But let me tell you something. He said you put off the former conversation. If you realize, blessed be God, that old man that was bound with that, he died, he died, he died. And I'm a brand new creation with God's almighty power in me. And I got authority over that, praise God. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Folks, do something wrong. Baby Christian, do something wrong. And everybody in the world want to fall down and just kick him. <laughs> just kick him on out of the church. Oh, my God, you know what, where he was seen. <laughs> I've had people call me. Brother Sold. Ain't no brother of mine. You wine keeper down there at the beer joint. Call him. You know who come in my establishment last night? 
No, but it looked like I'm on head. <laughs> you know who was in the silver moon last night? Well, I can't help it. You got to put off this stuff. And the Bible says you work out your own salvation. Everybody ain't perfect. Little babies sometimes fall down on their nose and skin their nose. Sometimes babies fall down and they'll get something and put in their mouth that's poisonous to them. Little babies, do. we need to extend to people and let them know when they get born again that there is a reconciliation, that God has restored them to favor and that God is their friend. He's not looking to get them blessed. God, God is a favorite with them now, praise God. Be renewed in the spirit of your mind. You got to put something on. 24th verse that tells you what to put on. And that you put on the new man. I thought he was already on. Yeah, but he ain't in your head. He is in your spirit. You got a brand new spirit, but you got a crazy head. You don't believe it? I've heard folks get up. I've heard preachers get up. If you don't believe folks is crazy, I've heard them get up and preach that God put sickness on people to to teach them something and then call them down front to pray that God would get them all, get it off of them. Well, if he put it on them, won't they keep it? Huh? That don't make sense. That's never made sense. Now I'm going to pray he put it on, now he's getting it off. And I've had preachers, I've heard them say, well, God just put that on, on them folks where he could get it off and show his glory. Now, wouldn't you like to serve a God like that? And I've heard folks, I'm talking about, you th you're talking about crazy, no one will think in Christianity. They follow everything, someone said like a mockingbird, yeah, give me some of that. What is that? I don't know it's good. Oh, 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 oh. oh, did you hear him preach? Yeah, I was listening to him pretty close. Huh? I listen to what I hear. I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When I hear someone preach, Bless God, I just like I've told my wife. Man, I don't care a whole lot about how he looks, but I want to hear what he's saying there, man. I've heard preachers get up and preach how God put, you, put sickness on you to teach you something, and then, dear sister, we'll be there tomorrow and we'll carry you to the doctor. Well, if he put it on you, where are you going to the doctor to get it off for? That don't make sense. That. Now, you're talking about crazy. If God puts something on you, just keep it. And then pray, Lord, put some on me. Get me some of that. Well, he had a heart stroke. Well, give me one too, Lord. Well, but they'll get him and carry him to the hospital. Why? Because anyone with any sense knows a God that loves you wants to get that off of you. Amen. And if you can get it at the doctor or if you can get it wherever you can get it, bless God, God's for you. Amen. Hallelujah. He said, be renewed in the spirit of your mind and that you put on the new man. Now listen to it. You just put this on in the spirit of your mind which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. God has made you righteous. He has made you holy. You're a holy person. You're holy. Yeah, but I miss God. I miss it. Well, confess it and don't hang around it. Don't hang around when you fail. Who wants to hang around with a failure? I know God don't, and I know I don't. Well, Brother Zoltan, I've just made a mess out of my life. How long have you been saved? Three weeks. 
<laughs> if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. He's a new man. He's got something on the inside of him that was created by the God of this universe. And he created a man so righteous and so pure and so holy that he could move on the inside of him. <laughs> Amen? Praise the Lord. Lawback said, for if a man's in Christ, he is created anew. The man he was is passed away, and behold, a new man has been created. The old man's gone. Brother Kenneth Hagin, he pronounces things, some of that West Texas talk sometimes, and sometimes he pronounces things a little funny to me. He said, you know, he talks about the old man, said he was annihilated, but he don't pronounce that. He said he was annihilated. Well, the old man's been annihilated, folks. He's been annihilated. He's gone. Yeah, but I, this old man connected to sin, sickness, dope, everything else. He's dead. He has no hold over you anymore. He has no hold. You're a new creation with the power of the living God dwelling on the inside of you. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. 18th verse. 17. No, turn back to 2 Corinthians 17. Uh, 5, 17. He said, if any man be in Christ, he's a new man. Brand new man. Hallelujah. Brand new kind of man. He's a new species. One translation said he's a new species. He's a different kind. See, he's not just a mere man. What is he? He's a man with God living on the inside of him. He is a God man. You know the New Age movement that, that, that swept through Denver and all through a lot of Hollywood? They tried to say that you'll develop into God and all that. You ain't gonna develop into God and you ain't gonna be God and you ain't none of that. But they're trying to copy what's real and right. The thing is real and right that God lives in you and you are already a God man. Hallelujah. Was Jesus a God man? Huh? You've got this treasure in an earthen vessel. You've got it in a, in a dirt house. You've got to do something about it. What are you going to do about it? You've got to change your lifestyle. You've got to do something. You've got the power to do it now because greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. Hallelujah. You can do something about the way you think. Well, I thought God wanted me to be poor. Hey, I thought he didn't want me to have anything. They said, store your treasures up in heaven. How many of you know you can't get one dollar bill to get to heaven? Uh, the post office, federal express, none of them can get it there. You can't store any of that up there. That's not the treasure he's talking about. Well, we're not to have any of this world's goods. Well, what about deodorant? That's world's goods. Huh? What about soap? That's the world's goods. What about clothing apparel? That's the world's goods. Well, you want to run around in fig leaves? Huh? Nothing wrong with having the world's goods. The Lord made the world and the fullness belong to him. He owns the cattle on a thousand hills. 
Amen. This earth in the fullness belongs to our Father. Now it's a world system set up because Adam committed high treason. Now it's a world system set up that God, Satan is the God of this world system of sin, sickness, failure, and, and, and demonic activity, rock music, abortion, and all these kind of things that's widespread. He's the author of all that, but it does not mean that we have to participate in it because we can renew our mind and change our conversation, our lifestyle, and walk in the power and the glory of Almighty God, and we can live out of another realm because you've been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the very kingdom of Almighty God. Hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Now, if a man knows some of that, he can go off for some of that to somebody. He says all that, then in the 18th verse, he said, all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation. He's given us a ministry of reconciliation. What is the ministry of reconciliation? I have a ministry. It's to change from enmity to friendship. To change from being an enemy of God to being his friend. That's what reconciliation is. That's what we need to offer folks. That's down and out. I got a friend. Oh, I got a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. You can have a friend. Would you like to have Almighty God as your friend? Have you ever heard that preached? Have you ever heard someone offer the ministry of reconciliation? Man, we tell folks, turn or burn. Man, hallelujah. Hell ain't half full yet. Woo! I can feel the flames are burning now. Are you listening to me? The ministry of reconciliation is go tell someone that don't know God. If you don't know God, you hate God. Do you know that? Before I met God, I hated him. I'd cuss him and everything else. I thought he'd done everything to me that happened to me. I thought he's the one sitting up there. Preachers told me God has everything in control. That's one of the biggest lies that's ever been put on Christianity and humanity. God ain't got it in control. I'd hate to think that my God's got this world in control. It is a system out there called Satan's system. Second Corinthians 4, 4 said he is the God of that world system, not my God. My God isn't behind little babies dying in Zambia and, and, and widespread uh, civil war in Bosnia and Herzegovina and all through that. My God's not behind the Ebola uh, virus. My God's not behind AIDS. I've heard preachers stand up and say AIDS is a judgment of God. That's a lie from hell because I done seen my God heal it. <laughs> My God's in the blessing. See the reconciliation. Look, my God wants to be a friend of yours. He wants to help you. He don't want you to be mad at him. He don't want you to hate him. He don't want you blaming him. He wants to be your friend. Handing out the ministry of reconciliation that God was personally present in Christ Jesus, hugging the world to himself. Hallelujah. He's not mad at anybody anymore. You know what to tell a sinner? Man, I ain't nothing but a dope head. God's done forgive you. 
Man, I've been on that wine for 10 years. God's done forgive you. When did he do that? A man named Jesus handled that 2,000 years ago. It's already yours. Now all you got to do is come in. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. He wants to be your friend. Hallelujah. Man, I, I'd like to quit this drinking. Man, I don't do that. I, I hate it. I hate it. I just can't get up. You can. Now you got a friend that's got the power of the universe in him. And he'll come and help you be set free. Hallelujah. Got a ministry. I've had preachers tell me, well, you can't tell people that. How come you can't? So, oh, they, they won't ever quit sinning. Let me tell you something. When you know a holy God sent his only begotten son to an old rugged cross and loved you so much that he annihilated the separation, the enmity between you and him and made you a friend already and all you got to do is receive it and have a friend in Almighty God. I believe that's more powerful than any sin can affect on humanity. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I know if I sin right now, I can, I, can, I can confess 1 John 1, 9. God will forgive me. It's there. If I get up here and have a fit right now, he'll forgive me. But I ain't going to do that because I don't want to disappoint Father. I want to be more like in my daddy's eyes. I want to walk like him and talk like him. And I want to tell people that we got a God that's done annihilated that, that hate and that prejudice. And he ain't mad at you, little girl, because you had an abortion. He ain't mad at you for any sin you've ever done. He's not mad at you turning them girls on to dope. He ain't mad at that. He's destroyed that, bless God. Now he's your friend. Wouldn't you like to have God as a friend? Yeah, give me some of that. Give me some of that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's Christianity. That's Christianity. That's Christianity. That's the ministry of reconciliation. 2 Corinthians 5.19, the Amplified Bible, said it was God personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling and restoring the world of favor with himself, not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but canceling them and committing to us the message of reconciliation, of the restoration of favor. Hallelujah. You've been restored to favor. Yeah, well, I don't say, well, I don't care what to say. That's the way God looks at it. You're a favorite with it. I heard a preacher one time giving his testimony. He said, I was such a sinner. He said, you know, the only good thing anybody ever said about me, he said, if you can get him on the job, which he very seldom could. Said he wouldn't feed his family, he wouldn't feed his kids, had five kids. Said if you could get him on a job, he was a good worker. But you couldn't hardly get him on a job. Said he prayed night and day for three days before he persuaded God to forgive him and save him. Said I've prayed three days before I could pray through to God. I don't know what he was looking for, but let me tell you something. You prayed three days for nothing called Jesus Christ. God was personally present in Christ Jesus 2,000 years ago, reconciling and already restored you to favor. He's already made you a favorite. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise the name of the Lord. To change from enmity to friendship. 
That word enmity, I looked it up in the Greek and it said deep-seated hatred. Anything had ever happened to you, if you thought God was in control, it kind of stuck in your craw. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It kind of stuck in your craw and it's God's fault. He could have done something about it if he'd have wanted to. Isn't that right? He could have done it if he'd have wanted to. He could have, he's in control. But that's wrong. See, that kind of stuff, that thinking's wrong. See, you got to realize that my God was personally present in Christ Jesus, reconciling the world to himself, restoring them to favor with himself. Hallelujah. Cotton Patch translation said he was in Christ hugging the world to himself. He done reached out with them arms. Wherever he, wherever I am, that's where he'll be. Praise God. Hallelujah. He's, you got favor with the king of kings, with the mighty God that made Mars, Jupiter, that he made Saturn, that he made the moons, the suns, the stars, the mighty God, that creator of the universe, now is, is made you a favorite with him. Praise God. You a friend with God. You have a, Followed any horse races? Watch how they name them folks, name them horses. Native dancer, out of dancer's son, or you ever notice that? Neck bone, out of. <laughs> Only time I ever bet on a horse, I bet on neck bone. There's an old gray mare, and she ain't what she used to be. <laughs> I never did play horses. But I sold so many neck bones, I thought I owed it to them. To, you know. <laughs> but they named them things funny, them horses. Dancer of Sun Dancer. Do you know what they said? They said, Abram of the Most High God. Abram of the Most High God. Hallelujah. Steve of the Most High God. What is he saying? He's saying you're of Almighty God and you've been restored to friendship. Praise God. You're a friend with Almighty God. They call, even called Abraham a friend of God. They called David a friend of God. A friend of God. Hallelujah. He's of God. He's of God. You've been created in Christ Jesus under good works. That's the message of reconciliation, that God ain't mad at you. Wouldn't you hate to tote a sign in front of an abortion clinic and then have to witness the love of God to some little girl that just had an abortion? Couldn't do it, could you? She thinks you hate her. See, she thinks you hate her. Carrying a sign around and say, you're a murderer. That ain't, that ain't the gospel, folks. God ain't mad at you. No, God didn't like it. God ain't for it. God ain't for abortion. God ain't for all this kind of stuff. But God still loves you. He's done done it. He's done put his word out on it. I mean, he sent Jesus Christ and you already been restored whether you like it or not. You're already a friend to God and you can't do anything about it. And if you got sense enough, run in here and get you some friendship with the king. Hallelujah. Amen. 
And you won't have to pray three days then. Let me read you another translation. Barclay. The fact is that God was acting in Christ to turn the world's enmity into friendship. That he was not holding man's sins against him and that he placed upon us the privilege of taking to men who are hostile to him this offer of friendship. That's our job. Would you like to be a friend with God? Would you like to be a friend with God? Would you like to have God as your friend? God said, I'll meet your every need. Hallelujah. How's he going to do that? If I get a good job? No, according to his riches and glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He said himself took my sins and he bare my sickness. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's the good news. That's the message of reconciliation that you're afraid. See, if you don't know, well, you know, most Pentecostal people I know don't know whether God will heal them or not. Do you know why? Because they don't know whether God wants to or not. They don't know that God's their friend. You got a friend that you'd put cancer on? You got a friend that you wouldn't help? You got a friend that sticketh closer than a brother. Hallelujah, hallelujah. That's what God wants people to know. That's the message of reconciliation, that God was personally present in Christ, annihilating the sin problem. Sin's not a problem with God anymore. He believes Jesus paid for it. <laughs> well, I'm gonna preach against that demon alcohol. Well, you're a little late, brother. Man, I'll tell you what. I'm going to write a letter to the editor. You ever seen him letters to the editor in the newspaper? When I was growing up, they told me fools' names and fools' faces always seen in public places. I'd like, <laughs> I'd like, to, I'd like to wrote a, a letter to an editor a lot of times, but I'm not going to do that. I don't want my name linked with some of those things that, that them Christians has put in there in the paper. I don't want my name linked with that. It's embarrassing to me. We gotta fight sin. How come? Jesus already paid for it. We gonna fight this. And we gonna fight them. And we gonna fight them doctors that do this. And we gonna do that. No, I'm not fighting anything. I'm gonna hold out the hand of friendship. There's the friendship of God, his hands extended. And he said, reach out and take my hand. I'll make a friendship and a covenant with you right now and I'll not back up. I'll meet your every need. I'll heal you. I'll set you free. I'll deliver you out of the hand of the enemy. I'll write your name in the Lamb's record book. Bless God, hallelujah. Shout amen, somebody. Shout hallelujah. That's the message we need to extend. Hallelujah. God never called you to fight the one fight, and that's called the good fight of faith. Hallelujah. A friend to help in a time of need. When that light bill comes due, you're out of a job. You ever been there? Huh? <laughs> huh? I got a friend. I got a friend. Look how easy faith will be when you know you got a friend in high places. Huh? You know, he throwed out an invitation. He said, just come on boldly to the throne room and talk to daddy. 
Come sit down on daddy's lap. Hallelujah. We friends. You don't even have to knock out there at Gabriel's office. Bless God. Come boldly to the Oval Office. Amen. You don't think Chelsea comes standing around. I don't see daddy. It's so ugly. It's so wormy. Well, we better. You show you the president's daughter? Well, was when we was in Arkansas. No, he just, she just comes on in. Move over, big boy. I'm going to see daddy. I can go anytime I want to. I can walk right in there. If he's got, if he's got Newt Gingrich in there sitting with him, I can walk in and sit on his lap because I'm daddy's little girl, praise God. I'm a favorite with him. I'm a son of Almighty God. Hallelujah. I've got authority to do that. I've got a right to do that. You know, me and daddy's friends. Do you ever notice something about Bill Clinton and his little girl? They friends. I like that. Hallelujah. 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 Offering people friendship with Almighty God. Offering them to become a favorite with God. When you, look how your faith would jump if you knew you was a favorite. Look how your faith, man, it wouldn't be no problem. If you knew that I wanted to give you $100, you wouldn't have no trouble asking me 50 cents. He'll whoop that 50 cents on me right now. He likes me. <laughs> Amen? Amen? Don't have a bit of trouble. Do you believe God, it bugs God for you to ask for a $20,000 car? It don't bother him. He pulls up every morning on a golden driveway. He don't bother him. He wants his kids to have something nice. Hallelujah. He wants you to be blessed. He's your friend. He ain't wanting you to ride a skateboard to church. Hollering hallelujah. Say, most Christians, here I am, old unworthy. He said, come boldly to the throne of God. Here I am. Old unworthy's here again. I've been such a failure. I've just done so many wrong things. Shut up, shut up, shut up, shut up. I've heard that mess. I've heard it, I've heard it, I've heard it. I put that on Jesus 2,000 years ago. Why don't you wake up, numbskull? <laughs> Smell the Maxwell House coffee. Amen. See, we've been, we've been on the wrong end of this thing. We've been offering folks who can miss hell. Man, they had a campaign around here one time. They want me to get in on that. Said, boy, we got the thing to do now. We know just what to do. It's, I don't know, it had on billboards or something like that. Bunch of preachers got all involved in there. We, we said, boy, we know what to do now. We asked them, said, where will you spend eternity? That ain't good news. You're going to scare somebody. Hell's hot. You know it ain't half full yet. Oh. That ain't, that ain't good news. That ain't what God, that ain't Jesus Christ going to cross just you'd miss hell. 
Hallelujah. Christianity ain't just fire insurance, folks. Christianity ain't just you go to heaven and live for eternity. Thank God for it. Thank God. Thank God. Thank God. He spoke to me the other day. He told me heaven's real. Thank God it's been more real than it's ever been in my life. But that's not why Christianity is reaching out the hand to people right now and say God wants to be your friend right now. Right now. Right now. All you've got to do is receive him as your personal savior. You can have a friend in God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Asked a Pentecost person, he is deacon in a church here in this city the other day. He said, well, when y'all pray, will you pray for my wife? And it wouldn't have done any good to pray for her. You say, how come? Because she didn't know what we're talking about right now. That's the way it is. God cannot bless ignorance. Are you listening to me? He said, would y'all pray for me, for my wife? She, she just got back from Little Rock. They said, this thing's inoperable. inoperable. Said, uh, they extended us no hope. I said, well, have you prayed? He said, yeah. I said, well, will God hear me better than he'll hear you? Well, said, you know, I, I don't know. I said, will he hear our church better than he'll hear the church you're going to? Well, no, he knew, he knew, he, he, you know, if he got, if he, if any, God's doing anything, he had to do it over to his church, you know. I said, well, would he, he hear our church better than he hear yours? Well, no, no, he wouldn't do that. Well, then, did he hear you? Yeah. Well, did he heal? I don't know. Is it his will to heal you? Why? Well, I don't know. Well, reckon God loves her much as he does me. He said, well, you know, I, I would think so. Well, you can't get nothing done in an atmosphere like that. You've got to have some things. Listen, what if he'd have come up knowing my wife's a favorite with God. God's extending his hand out. That hand in that hand has healing. That hand has deliverance. That hand, bless God, has prosperity. It has the will of Almighty God in it and he can lift you up out of that horrible pit and miry clay and set your feet on that solid rock. What if you know he wants to? There's the ministry of reconciliation. Turn with me to Colossians, the second chapter. You close. Chapter 14th verse. Now listen to him. Start up in the 13th. 2 Corinthians 2, 13. Colossians. I mean Colossians 2, 13. There we go. There we go. Colossians 2 and a 13. And you, that's talking about you, being dead in your sins. He's talking about a man that's not born again. He is dead, spiritually dead, and in sin. And in the uncircumcision of your flesh, he's even outside the Jewish covenant. Hath he quickened or made alive together with him, 
having forgiven you all trespasses. He's talking to sinners. Blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross. Listen, that's when he done forgive sinners. When Jesus went to the cross, they're already forgiven. They're already forgiven. Listen to this. I'm gonna read you Lawback's translation. Man, if you can't shout about this, you ain't got no shout in you. Hallelujah. He said, God crossed out the whole debt. Say, whole debt. God crossed out the whole debt against us in his account book. He no longer counted the laws that we had broken. He nailed the account book to the cross and closed the account. Hallelujah. He don't have any record of your sinning. Hallelujah. He laid it all past, present, future on Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Now you can go tell a man, my God wants to be your friend now. You don't have to hate God. You don't have to be against God. God's for you and not against you. Stick out your hand and ask Jesus to come into your life. Hallelujah. 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 The ministry of reconciliation. Praise God. God ain't mad nobody. <laughs> Turn back over there. I like some more of this. Them Baptists done beat y'all down to Wendy's anyway. <laughs> 20th verse, 2 Corinthians 5, 20. Now, say now. now. That don't mean one of these days. In the sweet by and by, it means now. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ. As though God did beseech you by us, we pray you in Christ's stead be ye reconciled to God. Now I don't like that Elizabethan double talk there. I can't understand it. Let me read you out of Amplified. It said, so we are Christ's ambassadors. God making his appeal as it were, through us. He's making his appeal through you. We, as Christ's personal representatives, beg you for his sake to lay hold on the divine favor now offered to you and be reconciled to God. Let me read you Barclay's translation. Baptist theologian. We have therefore... We are therefore Christ's ambassadors. You know what an ambassador is? It is the highest ranking official from one nation representing to another nation. You are the highest ranking official here in this earth. You are now the son of Almighty God come to represent the kingdom of Almighty God uh, to the kingdom of darkness, praise God. You're extending uh, great and mighty, uh, what, what does the United States call it? Favorite nation, trade nation status. You know, like they extended to China, like they've extended to different places. Favorite trade, you're a favorite with God. Now, bless God, you can come boldly into our nation and obtain mercy and grace to help in a time of need. You can be a friend with us. Hallelujah. You're the highest ranking official. You're it. 
What are you? I'm a son of the president. I am the son of the king of kings and the Lord of lords. What are you representing? The kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God. Well, we can get it in the sweet by and by. No, you was translated into it the minute you got born again. Now go represent it. He said, go lay hands on the sick. Give them a sample, pass out a sample of this stuff. Go tell them about some of this. Go tell them about that. Not turn or burn. You ever seen them bumper stickers on some? I seen one on a truck one time, I ought to ram them. I was half wit, but the love of God's constrained me. And that State Farm Insurance policy. <laughs> I wish someone had told me when I was a kid, would you like to have a friend named Almighty God? Yes, sir. You know anybody would turn it down? I don't believe the devil would turn that down. Amen. Would you like to have a friend? Would you like to be a favorite with God? Hallelujah. Stand up on your feet. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Let me read you Barclay's translation for a quick. We're therefore Christ's ambassadors. It is as if God was making his appeal to you through us. As the representatives of Christ, we appeal to you to accept the offer of friendship that God is making to you. That's pretty good, ain't it? Wants to be your friend. Man, hallelujah. I've seen them many times that I'd wake up in the morning and that empty feeling in, in, in your gut and you didn't have anything to look forward to and you didn't know what tomorrow would bring. You didn't know what you'd have to face. But let me tell you something. I got a friend. I got a friend. I got a friend that said I'm his favorite. Praise God. I don't care what the world can bring. I got something better than that. Praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God. Every head bowed, every eye closed. Blessed be God today. This may be your day. This may be your day. I count it a pleasure to extend the hand of Almighty God in friendship this morning. If you're here today and you've never been born again, if you're not sure that your name is written in the record book called the Lamb's Book of Life, Oh, hallelujah. I'd like to pray with you. I'd like to pray with you. I don't care who you are. Maybe you've been away from God, but you'd like to restore friendship. Praise God this morning. Praise God. If that's you, I want you to lift your hand. I want to pray with you. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, let me extend something else. He said, go into all the world and lay hands upon the sick. Extend the healing power of God. Go represent me. Praise God. We got a ministry, each one of us. And it's a ministry of reconciliation. Go extend the hand of God. This one. What do you think? He said go lay hands on the sick. Someone said it's just as a point of contact. No, you got something on the inside of you that's transmittable. It's called the life and nature of God. It'll flow out of your innermost being as a river of living water. It's in you, praise God. It's transmittable. Hallelujah, hallelujah. In 
Jesus' name. Praise God. Father, in Jesus' mighty name, we thank you today for the life, the nature of God. We thank you that you will burn these into our mental facilities that we may know the friendship of our God and our ministry of reconciliation that we may extend favorite status to those outside the covenant. We give you honor and glory in Jesus' name, amen.